0: Welcome to this episode of The Wanderlust Diaries with me, Catherine Royce, and my co-presenter, Rebecca Carroll. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, this episode is uh, all based around finding the beauty of the things that are close to you. It's about seeing things from different perspectives and being able to enjoy things about travel without actually having to travel, which is a bit of a strange one, but we're going to roll with it, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so what when you when you kind of think of traveling you don't really think of i'm gonna walk for an hour around the outside of my house um but in the past year it's something that we've not been able to go abroad or go particularly far so really the outside of your house has really been as far as you can go and as an extend of that maybe like in your village or in your town so we thought we should probably talk a little bit about that and how that can be seen as traveling and how you might get the same benefits from purely visiting places around your own community um, Mm. as what you would do going halfway across the world.
1: Yeah, it's it's something that a lot of people have had to... A change about their lifestyle and kind of get used to. You know, we've not been able to go abroad or even, you know, to um, any one of the national parks that we have in the UK to go for mm. a walk. Um, so it really is kind of exploring the great outdoors outside your front door, um, <laughs> to put it in a quite a cheesy quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this we are quite lucky, um, me and Catherine, where, where we grew up, uh, as children, that we had a lot of outdoor space um, around us. And I don't think I fully appreciated that as a child um, no. Or being taken out on walks. Definitely didn't appreciate that Oh, as no, kid. I
0: absolutely hated that. My, my parents were a very big fan of holiday in the UK, um, yeah. which involved a lot of, let's go see that castle that's three miles away, but not take the car. Um, no, let's walk. Let's yeah, walk let's to the walk castle. Yeah, let's walk there. Um, like, Why do we have to walk? <laughs> I was like, is there a cafe at the top? <laughs> Genuinely, um, that was
1: always my big one. I was like, is there an ice cream parlour there? Because if there is, I would appreciate an ice cream parlour there. Yeah, that's
0: the... Uh, that that that's the uh, that's that's the that's the aim, isn't it? To get to the coffee shop at the end.
1: Yeah, um, definitely.
0: But I think this episode kind of really needs to be about finding the beauty and not the destination, but the actual journey itself. Yeah, um, I
1: think that's yeah. a lot of thing people don't think about with traveling in general. Yeah, you know, for me, the journey starts. Like, when you decide you're going to go somewhere. So yeah. the journey is the packing, the organising, you know, <laughs> the getting to the airport, the going on the plane. Like, the whole thing starts from the decision to make the journey. For yeah. me, personally, I don't see it as, like, it, only when we get there does the holiday start. Um, but I never really thought about that with walking, because if you go on a round route, say, like, you set off from mm. your doorstep, there's no real destination. No. And I never really... Thought about that too much? No, until it is, recently.
0: I think. I think the difference between going somewhere, to go somewhere, and walking is the fact that it is more of just a. It's more of a quiet contemplation. It's a. It, it's like a personal thing, whereas going to. Somewhere else in the world is more of something like, oh, I'm gonna go do this so I can put it on Instagram, or, Mm -hmm. or or like, oh, I want to go to something I'm never gonna do before, but and that that kind of thing. But I think there's a lot that can be learned about yourself, yeah, as well as the your immediate vicinity as well. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, there's (laughs) I've probably explored about five percent of where near where I live at the moment. I mean, I've lived here three years, and. Mm. I can't say I've ever walked or seen anywhere that wasn't on a road near it at all. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like, I've lived
1: in my house pretty much my entire life where I Mm. live now. And I'm really lucky in the fact that I literally live on the edge of the North York Moors. So I cross a road and I am on the Moorland. But it wasn't until maybe a couple of months ago um, during a lockdown that uh, my dad took me and my younger brother um, somewhere that he used to go when he was a kid. And I think I can see this place from my bedroom window. Um, you know, it was an old reservoir um, and it's it's wonderful. It's so, it's so tucked away and tiny, but it was something that I just never knew was there. Um, and it's less than three miles from my house. And just that in itself was kind of like, oh, it's amazing what I don't know about the land around me. Um, And I think the thing with going for walks is, yes, it's exercise, but it's not just physical. Like it really does give an opportunity for your mind to kind of wander more and kind of appreciate nature um, and take in what's around you. I think from being a young child, I've been encouraged to go outside a lot, um, having a lot of space, like garden space to play out in. and we always used to go to Keswick um, in the Lake District for holidays um, in the caravan. And we basically spent like a week at least every year, uh, um, usually a week in the six weeks holidays and a week in um, at Easter walking, uh, going up, up hills, round lakes, yeah. doing all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I hated it. But now I feel like I can actually genuinely appreciate going for a walk and being in nature. Um, And I think that just comes from the repetitive nature of walking itself, which sounds really silly, but like putting one foot in front of the other and keeping on going and that kind of, you know, you're, you're drumming out a beat with your feet almost, it kind of gives your mind time to wander in a way that I don't find any other form of exercise does
0: well because you often like because when you when you think of like oh i'm going on holiday it's something that you do with friends or you do with family and like kind of travel kind of had that very much of a kind of community vibe about it it was a case of i'm gonna go have fun with friends and be with like other people and that kind of thing but i think there's something quite nice mm. about the solitude of walking um you can do it alone and it's something that maybe you should like do alone i not be
1: completely alone um, i like like i I like no taking my dog. Like if I if I go for a walk without her, I yes. feel really mean. Um, I feel and then I, <laughs> I just sort of feel like I don't know. There's a loan and then there's a loan, <laughs>
0: you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, th- I, th- I think it's a case of depending on what your what the purpose of your walk is, and then you've even got to think about is mm-hmm. there even a purpose of it, and is it something that you're doing? So when we, for example, go go off and decide oh let's go for a little walk is it because we want the exercise is it because we need to clear our heads or is it because we want to catch up and usually all three (laughs) so i think there's the it is a bit i think it is a combination of them so i think there is obviously the 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 pros and cons of Mm. both um you can very easily get distracted (laughs) from what you're what you're there for and sometimes miss things so you could we could be walking and completely missed something amazing uh, because we were talking yeah so in that sense there is But then there is kind of yeah um, a
1: peace and tranquility to walking on your own um but even if i'm on my own i still find myself like talking to my dog (laughs) just like having a conversation (laughs) like with her but by myself um but i used to do that a lot as a kid when I'd come back from secondary school and it'd be like right okay go out for a walk, and I was always like oh gotta go and do exercise, and I really did view it as just like I have to mm. go and do exercise, exercise. Whereas these days it's like yeah it is it's it's mental as well as physical, um, and it is really good for yeah, your Yeah, definitely you know
0: it is isn't it like so people kind of think of like it as it being a quite a low impact sport but that can yeah, be a, a lot really of people good thing. Do,
1: you know I mean walking you you can the, the beauty of like just going out, stepping outside your door and going for a walk in local area, apart from like, you know, you, you find new things, you have time to think about yourself, you literally mm. just pull on a pair of shoes and go. Like, there's no yeah. faff, there's no prepping. You know, with a, it, with a run, you have to sort of at least do a warm up, you know, and have the right, and have somewhat of the <laughs> yeah. right gear. You can't just go and like, chuck on any sort of shoes and, yeah go for a run you've got to kind of there's got to be a bit of prep yeah. to it whereas with the walk like i could walk outside now stick a pair of shoes on and go you know um yes so it's not about
0: but i think that's one of the very i think that's one of the like the most strange things about walking and that that whole kind of like that type of sport is that it it's very much marketed as being a sport something that you need to, need to spend money to get the right shoes to get the poles to get the backpack to get the uh, uh, to get the maps the apps all the, the gear all, all, the, all the gear which, but i think it's then something yeah, that you which don't you actually can need. Have. Like, <laughs> like if you're going out for oh, like definitely. a four
1: hour hike then yeah you probably want a pair of boots yeah. that are pretty good and you want to take a raincoat that's going to keep you warm yeah. and have a map so you don't get lost but you don't need that You just no no absolutely not and i mean i think the thing about walking is you know we are pretty blessed in that we grew up sort of with countryside around us and live now in an area Mm. where we have a lot of open space but even in the cities you know you go for a walk around london for example i've been in london by myself before and thought i just need to go for a walk need to go and clean my head a little bit um and that in itself, yeah. you know, there's plenty of open spaces there and even just walking along and people watching, um, I thought was, yeah. you know, quite relaxing for my, for my mind, um, you mm. know.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's just a really interesting topic um, and not something that's often kind of thought of as being a f- form of travelling because you're not going no, very but far. I think it gives <laughs> and- your
1: mind the opportunity to travel almost
0: yes you know yeah I definitely think that's a that's an aspect of it it's that it's that it's forcing you to slow down and to really stop and consider things that you might not have time to consider in your everyday life because no matter kind of what no matter where you're going you're gonna get there at the mm. same amount of time it's' there's nothing you can do between kind of where you are at that point and where you're going because you're not going to get there any faster. You might as well sit and think. Um, So yeah, I think it's, I think it's just a really strange one. (laughs) so uh, a week or so ago i actually went and spoke to somebody who who prefers to stay near his house near in the village that he grew up in and to walk similar routes that he has done for pretty much all of his life um so we're gonna have a little listen to what he had to say um because I think he really expands on some of these points that we've been talking about. Um, And I think he's got a really interesting viewpoint. So this is David and I went on a walk with him in the countryside of Nottinghamshire earlier this month. So tell me a bit about where we are right now. At the moment,
2: we're on the banks of the River Trent um, between Gainsborough, which is in uh, Lincolnshire, actually. It's on the other side of the Trent, but we're in the Nottinghamshire side. So we're, we're about five miles from Gainsborough Um, coming south of the river somewhere near uh, a little village called Littleborough which is where we are Littleborough is a really interesting place nobody will have heard of it particularly but it was really important in Roman times it was the Roman crossing of the River Trent from Doncaster to to Lincoln so it was quite a major archery, it's uh, got a lot of Roman remains there but now you look at it and it's just like one church and a couple of farmhouses, like a lot of these places are, that have kind of faded into history.
0: Yeah, because we've walked probably about half a mile from Littleborough, sort of along, along the Trent, haven't we, up towards Gainsborough? Yeah. Um, but... And you were telling me how it was almost like a spiritual walk for you.
2: For me, because I've always lived around here, certainly within about five miles of where we're standing now. Um, and our family has always been here as well so probably from hundreds of years ago and, and, and it's almost like when I, when I look around I know every turn of the river, I know every lane, I, 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 I don't say I know every blade of grass because that's the nice thing about this it changes all the time but I can, I can feel the electricity I can feel the presence of my ancestors and even me sa- saying that sounds kind of a bit kind of weird and hippie mm-hmm. but it's how I truly feel about it it's a place I love a place I know really well um, I feel at home here.
0: So it's almost that kind of place where like, you're coming back to somewhere that you've been before, somewhere that you know, yeah. but it's that comfort that comes about from that. But being able to do the same walk over and over again, but always finding something different to look at, a new perspective.
2: But yeah, the thing about walking, I, and I do, lo- I do a lot of walking, I do a lot of walking all over the country, so it's not like this is my only kind of walk. And I do like going to new places, but coming to somewhere that is known and familiar somewhere that you can experience again and again um because you, you're getting the comfort of something you know but every time you go on a walk there's something new so even if i've been doing i've been doing this walk for the best part of 50 years now all around this area within about 10 miles of where we're standing um and every time i come out there is something new there will be um, There'll be new, there'll be new sights, there'll be new things to look at. Something's slightly changed in the la- landscape, um, n- new wildlife, new, new new sounds to listen to as well. So, and the, and it's the nice thing that they, I'm not overwhelmed by new experiences. So when I do see something new, I've got the time to concentrate on that new thing really deeply, no matter how small that is. Um, if I see a, if I see a badger or a, or a, 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 a see a Um, I don't know, a barn owl or something like Mm. that. I can spend just walking through this familiar environment, probably 10 or 15 minutes, thinking about where that's been and where it's come and stuff about it. Yeah. Um, It's a spiritual calm experience.
0: We were walking along the Trent um, a minute or two ago there, and you were showing me the lines on the hill on the bank where the Trent had risen (laughs) up to, and you could see there was like bits of wood, uh, the odd bit of rubbish, that kind of thing. And you were kind of explaining how... Uh, when you were walking along, you could kind of make up these stories in your mind about like, oh, is there a bit of pirate treasure yeah. two miles down the road? Yeah. Oh, I should, I should go and explore and see if I can find that. And you could kind of make up all these stories in your head mm-hmm. about what could be there yeah. and, oh, how has that got there? See, What's the, that journey that the, it's had? The,
2: the Trent's a, tri- a tidal river, um, so it, it's up and down all the time. But when you get a lot of snow, a lot of rain, it comes up quite high over the banks. In um, certain places, it does flood and it brings a lot of debris. Not as much debris as it used to do. I think people are made, weirdly people are a lot tidier now. But you can believe that weird things that get washed up over the bank and that you kind of find. This are like bits of fishing things. Mm. And I don't mean like the so people out with their floats and their rods and stuff, but actually sea fishing nets and, yeah. and floats and lobster pots and goodness knows what. We're a long way from the <laughs> sea, um, which is really good. Um, I've just found a little r- rubber duck. Yes, which is, and, that, and I'm going to take that home. I'll wash it off. Uh, and, and that will probably—I'll probably sit that round at the side of the bath. And every time I'm there, I think oh, I can remember where I found, where when where, where I went yeah. And you do—you make—you make up these stories. And because of the time that you've got, and that's the beauty of this. The, I'll tell you something about walking. It's not the destination. Mm. I'm not going anywhere today. No. It's not where... You, so you're not... Like a lot of trips, it's the destination. It's where you get to that's the point. The, the, the actual journey is just maybe the kind of like... The, the sitting in the car bit on the way. Yeah. Walking's completely different to that. I'm not going anywhere today. Mm. The journey is the thing. And it's the experience that I have on the journey. Almost like the actual... The, the kind of destination at the end. That's a bit of <laughs> Doctor. It's great. I've walked all this way to get here. No, I haven't. I've walked all this way to enjoy the walk yeah so you have the time to contemplate to meditate to run these things over in your mind and one of the things that i kind of do yeah you make up these kind of stories and you see little things you know i say um i'm always wondering and i but i have been wondering this for 50 years (laughs) whether or not i will find a bag full of cash (laughs) that somebody has maybe thrown into the river in in some kind of bank robbery and (laughs) I I run this little narrative over and over in my mind and then it's okay what am I going to do with this cash am I going to tell my family (laughs) or am I just going to keep it secret and filter it in for the good of everybody Mm. and it's like how much would it be maybe a million pounds what if the robbers come back stuff it in my pockets and then come back and look later on and get the rest and this is a story that I run over in my mind for about ten minutes 15 minutes, 20 minutes, until suddenly something else
0: <laughs> crops up,
2: some other thought that kind of runs through
0: yeah.
2: me. I also think I spoke to some people years ago, and I'm not I'm not religious in that sense, but I spoke to some people uh years ago who were um Quakers. And, and, and the Quaker kind of tradition is that there's in the Quaker church it's quiet contemplation. There's no singing or sermons. You just go in there, into the, into the and you think. Yeah. Uh, and I was asking, we said, so "What do you think about?" Well, so the the, the the difficult bit for the for, for the for the Quakers they were telling me was not letting their mind drift. Yeah. To keep it on the focus of God and not kind of think about what they're going to have for dinner and shopping yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and I co- kind of equate it to that is that when you're walking, mm. your mind is meditating, it's focused. You're, you're not going anywhere quickly. No. You know, we are now, I don't know, if we were to walk home from to where I live now, we'd be, it, it takes like three or four hours. Yeah. All right, so it doesn't matter what I do on those three or four hours, i mm. it's still going to take me three or four hours. Yes. So I'm not going to say, oh, I could be doing this or I could be doing the gardening or I could be doing it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be, I'm I'm, I'm stuck here. So it, it, I have all that time to run these thoughts over in my mind and get over, mm. And I get home, um, and I'm a kind of karma person. Yeah. You know, I've, it's kind of chill. So it's
0: almost like a form of meditation for you.
2: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's meditation, it's experiencing things, it's, the, uh, it's reflecting, mo- you know, re-experiencing mm. things. Thinking of things that I experienced here all those years ago when I was you know when I was in my teens doing this walk what was I doing what were my aspirations yeah um, I, and because I um, used to work here as well so it wasn't like I was just like walking out here <laughs> on my I said, this is my job yeah you know weirdly when we look at what, what, where we are we've got Gainsborough just up the river we've got some big power stations close by um, and you can't hear them but they, but they dominate the landscape Cotton yeah. and West Burton dominate the landscape and I used to work there Um So And and they're still there, so I can look back and think, actually, I can remember doing this job there, I can remember doing that. So it's been part of my life all that time.
0: Yeah. So for you, almost like walking isn't just something that you do because there's nothing else to do. It's something that you actively plan out and you enjoy the process of actually doing it. For you, that is your time away. That's your time for contemplation and to get away from your usual work life and family life and everything like that is like kind of your time away which where some people might travel a lot further away and get on a plane and go somewhere sunny and hot this is your version of that this is your way of getting getting your away time
2: it is, yeah. This is my, this is my, it's my hobby. It's my away time. It's my downtime. Mm. It's it's my holiday.
0: Yeah. Now
2: you might think that's a really weird, you know, you sort of fly off to two weeks in the sun and you have your kind of downtime and your holiday there. Yeah. You know, and I'm not getting those two weeks away in the sun. But what I am getting, I'm getting a lot more time than two weeks. I'm getting, you are. <laughs> I'm getting weeks and weeks and weeks of holiday mm. and downtime just by walking out of my back door.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and that's kind of. Swans. Oh. Yeah, so, so you, and that's what I'm saying. You see, we could just, yeah, I mean, we could just hear there. There was some oh, mm. a strange sound, and we both stopped. So, what's that? Now, you didn't know what that was. You got that no. worried look on your face. I thought, that's swans on that swans on the lake, yeah. Because I know that because I've experienced that before. Mm. So, that doesn't phase me, it doesn't make me jump, but it doesn't make me stop and go, ah, yeah, the familiarity of it, mm. yeah. So, it's a, it is the um, it is my downtime, it yeah. is my kind of home time, but it, I will say this that my walking over the course of the last 50 years has changed i've developed I'm a, I'm a different person now than, than i was before part of that is to do with this to do with this yeah. whole process and this process of self discovery and meditation but it's also and this is a weird thing because we're we're here in this sort of like wild in this wild, aren't we? There's nothing nothing here. It's to do with technology. Yeah. And this is a wood this is another weird thing. I love maps. Yes. Oh, I adore maps. Even though I know this like the back of my hand, this place. Mm. Places, some places I go I don't. So uh, I love to actually explore them and, and look at the map and not like, plan plan my route out where I'm gonna go. And then when I get home Yeah, I'll have seen something. I'll have seen a wild flower, I'll have seen a monument or something like that. Now, with the beauty of the internet, I can actually go on and I can do the research about that. And I mm. think, I wonder what that was. Just reasonably close to here. Um, We're we'll, we'll going to have a look if we've got time. There's In the middle of the power station, yeah. which is really weird, in the middle of the big power station, there's a graveyard. Mm. And you go there, um, and it's this sort of like... And there's no church. The church has been demolished years ago. But there's this gravestone. Yeah, um, and it's, it's, it's a memorial to this, this, this chap um, mm. and it's a beautifully carved gravestone with yeah. kind of willow weaving on and it's reasonably modern mm. and I, weirdly, and this is the thing saying I've been here all my life it's only in the last 10 years I've ever been there mm. why? I don't know <laughs> but always there's always something new and I went home and I looked and I found out all about this bloke and I think he's just a, such a cool <laughs> and, and you can you I will we'll sort of get a picture of it yeah and then you can look at it and think, actually yeah he did all this so a, a, a man that was forgotten yeah in in history somehow has now touched my life yeah and so he is not forgotten no he, I kind of he's almost like yeah um you know that's that's him
0: so it's kind of really all about kind of recapturing times gone by really when you're when you are walking aren't you because even if it's your own Experiences. So you were saying how you, you've you walked this route mm. time and time again throughout your life and every time you find something new and that then, when you go past that same spot again, you remember and you yeah. think, oh, that's when I found that and oh, that's, that's the gravestone from, from yeah. that guy that I researched. So it's all kind of about more your inner contemplation and your own personal kind of like growth from finding new things. Mm-hmm. When we started off on this walk today, uh, we, there was a church, a little rural church, yeah. which is unused currently. And you can go in, you can have a little walk around and you can you can go inside, you can see all of it. But there's nobody there and it's not used at all. And that's kind of the same kind of thing, isn't it? Where like you come across these places that you'd never kind of thought you would ever come across before. But because you've explored deeper the area that you live in and that you've come from, but even though you've seen it before, there's always new things. Yeah. And you're always going to experience those new things. And you're going to be able to relive the same things over and over while still
2: having that sense of experience. Yeah, yeah. And It is, it is, it is very much that, you know, and so you're getting the new bits. And that, that, there's something you mentioned there that I never even thought of before. And that's I'm always looking back and contemplating. Because mm. when I kind of, I'm not massively sure, unless I've got a big decision to make. Yeah. I'm not massively sure when I go out walking that I'm thinking about the future. Mm. And I have never even considered that before. I'm not kind of thinking, OK, what am I going to do now? Yeah. What, what's, what, what path am I taking in this? I'm just thinking about reflecting on things that I've done in the past. Now, I, I have no idea what that means. Mm. I'll, have to, I'll have to go for a walk and think about past. <laughs> that. <laughs> because that's like really... Actually, that is really kind of deep and fundamental. Why am I, why am I contemplating the past things that have been, things that I've done and reliving those and why aren't I considering what I've done and what I'm going to do
0: Yeah. well should we have a little walk then and then you can have a little think about
2: it yeah ok let's go and have a, because I've got some more stuff to show you so, yeah, ok well, let's well. go and have a look at that.
1: so Catherine and I were pretty inspired by David, so we decided that we would get our walking boots on, get a backpack and a little picnic and we'd go out for a walk um, ourselves. And I don't want to say I had to drag Catherine, but um, when I said to her, Catherine, (laughs) let's go up at Roseberry Topping, which is a little hill um, just off the North York Moors, quite close,
0: it's it not is little, little, though, is it?
1: In comparison. It's okay, not that I little. I said to Catherine, Catherine, let's walk up Roseby And she said to me, I kid you not, is it as bad as Helvellyn? Helvellyn is a mountain in the Lake <laughs> District. This is like, it's barely anything. It's just it's just a hill. <laughs> but the views yeah. from the top are fantastic. And Catherine's lived, like, within an hour's drive of, of Roseby Toppin... Yeah. For, what, three years now? I've, I mean, I walked up Rosby Topping.
0: Yeah, get, well, actually, you know what? Probably more like five at yeah. this stage, five or six. I've, I mean, <laughs> I've been walking
1: up Rosby Topping for as long as I can remember. It's just one of those things where if you live in the area, you you've, you go up Rosby Topping because the views from the top are fantastic. Mm. Um, so eventually convinced Catherine that we were going to do this. Um and I kind of, I was yeah. a bit sneaky. I'm sorry, Catherine.
0: I- <laughs> Yeah, you said one hour up, one yeah, hour down. I also
1: told you we'd park at the bottom and just walk up and then walk back down again. I <laughs> maybe told yeah. a little white lie, because I was like, I'm not, I'm not parking at the bottom, <laughs> because you don't get, you know, you're walking straight up and straight back down again, and then you're back in the car. So I was like, mm. we'll park a little bit further away, and we'll walk up to it, and then we'll walk up it, have a little bit of a picnic and walk back so we did and we were out for a good like four hours last week
0: I think it was pretty much exactly four hours Um, so we got to we parked up at eleven o'clock and I, I kind of made a little kind of like about we were when we were on our way down. I was kind of like, you know what? Three o'clock. I want to be in the car by three o'clock, and I think we got there yeah. at three o two. Pretty much nailed it. Um, so you can imagine how devastated but I was. We did ten k. Yeah,
1: we did ten k in that time. Now, I do. Kn- I do not know whether that is fast or a slow ten k. But most of it know. was uphill on the way there, and then on it the way back, uphill. obviously it was downhill. But it was really, really nice. Now, me and Catherine, we we love a bit of a natter. But we tend to do it over tea and cake oh, right. or coffee and cake. We are yes, we are the kind of people that will be like, right, okay, we need a break. Let's go and get coffee. Let's go and get cake. I'll sit and have a chat in the cafe. Um, and so this was... Yes. It, it's something that's come out of not having anywhere to go because everywhere's been closed. Um, we haven't been able to go and sit in a cafe and have a coffee and a chat. So we were like, right, well, let's go out for a walk and you know do that instead and do you know what it was lovely i really really enjoyed it
0: i did as well i think it was a uh, because i think about halfway up i was like can we not just go up that little yeah. bit of a hill there wanted,
1: and then you wanted to go back out. i was like we can see it it's right there
0: <laughs> it's right there we just need to go up it um
1: you did beat me to the top though i'll give you that i did
0: i think it was just that very last bit wasn't it i mean i also had uh your dog bella kind of pulling yeah, me along she's at the end quite good at
1: getting your pills um, <laughs>
0: But I'm I'm quite I'm quite sure-footed, um. So I'm not I'm not particularly scared of like no, the steeper I'm not bits either. I of it. just plod. I I like to I like yeah
1: to, well, I like to describe myself more akin to a donkey than like a stallion. Like <laughs> I will get you there, and I will get there, but I will not do that fast. Um, so no. I'm a plodder.
0: I think I think that's something that we've both very much uh, noticed since doing things together i'm very much of a speed walker yeah but nature. got like but not not attempt two not inches worth to of height on
1: me but i reckon that two inches is like entirely in her <laughs> leg because my god can she walk Probably. i mean i think we started off and you were like Vroom, off and i was like Catherine, you've got i was like, yeah. I'm like i'm gonna have to hold your hand to like t- make you walk <laughs> with me um because i'm just i'm just a yeah. slow plodder but that's hey that's just me um but it was nice nice to get out we had a little bit of a picnic
0: um we did we had a you made a, oh, lovely made a wrap, chicken yeah uh, it was chicken that was nice um i had a chocolate orange oil of, of course always good and it was just it was it was different um and yeah
1: it's not something that we would we would usually do um but we've m- sort of made the resolution i guess you could call it to do that at least once a week
0: <laughs> yeah um Yeah, I mean there are other there there are other reasons that we're not going to go into in this in this uh, specific podcast about it. In other words, Um, we need to get a lot fitter in the next couple of months. Um, Reasons behind this will probably be explained in future podcasts. We'll let you know.
1: But essentially, Um, we need to be able to do a lot more walking. Yeah.
0: So yes, at a lot higher altitude, at a lot higher temperature, and. Yeah, I'm not you you'll have that. to tune in next time <laughs> to find out why. Um, it's just exciting. Done. It is exciting. It's very. It, it's super exciting. We, it's, the fact that uh, the first thing that Rebecca wants to do um, when we well, wanted to do when we found out was uh, make a Google spreadsheet with a packing list. I like um, to organize. So I'm just just I'm just exposing I like how sad to you organize. Are. <laughs> that was the most exciting. I thing was for you.
1: genuinely <laughs> excited for that. You can't. You can't mock me. For being excited about making spreadsheets when I did my entire masters, basically making spreadsheets like it's what I do and I do it
0: well. Um, yeah, you were very excited. Yeah, for but that, basically you? we
1: need to get. I mean, we needed to get fit and healthy anyway. We were trying before lockdown, uh, before you know the whole COVID thing hit, because we were actually going to the gym. Yeah, that's right. We went to the gym. Um, we did. Oh, we did, didn't well, we? I feel like I went. You, dra- I dragged you. <laughs> We dragged
0: each other. Yeah, I think some days, some days I was like very much up for it, and some days I was very much no. not up for it. Um,
1: but you know, I think mentally it was really good for me because it was nice to get out. Um, yeah. And physically, I felt great afterwards. I mean, you messaged me the next morning like I can't move. Um, I was like, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, my my legs stiffen up really really badly um, after doing any kit at anything. Like, that. I mean, I think a lot of it was because it was obviously very hilly, so my calves oh. were stretching. Um, so that was the worst. I think, I mean, th- on, we're about, how many days are we now? It was on, we well, recording this on, on a Friday. Tuesday and it was yeah. Friday. Um, Their own, I can still yeah. feel a little twinge. If I like, if I really stretch them, I can still feel a little twinge. Um, so. Mm.
1: Hmm. I think more practice needed. <laughs> more there. practice definitely needed
0: definitely and that's one of the things that's and that's one of the things isn't it as well um how walking is often like marketed as a sport and then you think oh it's not a sport it's only walking but it does take endurance and it's something that you've kind of really got to work yeah. up to or haven't
1: in you? our in our cases or in my case my, and my brothers as children uh, get forced to do and if you don't like it you sit down on your bum hmm. and you cry until you have to walk because your parents have sort of left you um, which happened multiple times. There are yeah. there is photographic evidence <laughs> of both me and William as <laughs> young children sat on a path in the Lake District, bawling our eyes out because we do not want to work any walk any further. Um,
0: if you want to see those photos, make sure you yeah, head we'll over to them the website the because they're hilarious. Um, because they are. There is there, there will be many many photographic evidences of all this like, horrific. That was when that I do. was
1: like ten um, years old or younger. <laughs> You had more of a recent experience, didn't you, Catherine? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mentioned yes. Hellfellan earlier, but would you want to tell us the story? Because
0: it makes well, me smile. Okay, so, <laughs> 2019 was quite a big year for me. Um, I feel like I did a lot in 2019 that I probably never thought I would ever do. Um, two, Well, one of those things was our India trip that we mentioned in one of the earlier episodes. Um. So if you want to go listen to about those Mm. shenanigans, go and uh, go and listen to those. Um, But as well in 2019, um, in this, this started in February, um, I made the horrific mistake of signing up for the Great North Run, um, which is in September, Um, me thinking, oh, you know what, that'll give me tons of motivation to go and, you know, actually get fit. Um, I didn't um and then it got yeah i did nothing um i think i probably went on two runs in march because it was like right at the start and i was like yes let's do this um so it, when it came i think it came to june it was it june or july um the idea came up of oh we'll go camping in uh the lake district which we we'll, we'll do most years uh lovely campsite i adore it there and the subject of let's climb Helvellyn was brought up um the, the uh, everybody's argument being well you're gonna do the great north run in a couple of months you need to get you need to get training for it and I, I, I don't think when people say oh yeah you need to do training for the great north run i don't think the first thing you do is climb helvallon no mm. really
1: just looking it up now
0: but <laughs> how high is it it's not even that high. It's, it's, it's pathetic it's it's genuinely not even that high and honestly it was horrific I cried all the way up and all the way down. Um, to the po- so there's right at the start near the campsite there was like there was like a flight of steps that kind of go up to the base of it, and I was out of breath at the top of the steps, and was like, and I, I was kind of like asked, oh, um, do you do you think you're going to be able to do this? Because um, we've literally walked up a flight of steps and you're dying." And I was like, "Oh, mm, don't know. Let's give it a go." Um, so weirdly, for the first, and, and also to make it even worse, when we set off, it was sunny and beautiful and wonderful. Um, Was fine all the way up, got to the top, took some photos. It was a bit cloudy and a bit colder, but, you know, you're at the top of a mountain, so what do you expect? Um, We started heading down, and the biggest storm came over to the point where you couldn't see anything. There was air ambulances coming across. It was horrifically frightening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I hadn't brought a coat. Um so at one point I was sat next to a rock trying to like get shielded from the wind and the rain a little bit, crying and just asked to be left there. Um, so, you know, that was wonderful. Um, and I, I just wasn't having a good time. And my feet were hurting because going downhill, my, my little toes oh. get crushed because I clearly walk wrong. Um, and, yeah, ju- I just wasn't having a good time at all. No. Um which then obviously put me off doing any kind of walking. But you <laughs> um, did it. Right up until I did do it and I did feel good about it afterwards. But I was also misled into thinking it was two hours up, two hours down and it was really four hours up and four hours down. Um, yeah. Wasn't happy about that. No. I mean, that might have partly been due to my stopping and crying every 10 seconds. But I definitely did not do two hours of crying each way. I'm pretty sure. Although I might have done. Yeah,
1: I think some some things I found <laughs> learning about walking a lot in, in the late District as child is that you can be horrendously overprepared, and you can be horrendously underprepared. But trust me, yeah, I will always take the horrendously overprepared over the underprepared. Like I will walk with a flask of hot water and hot chocolate sachets mm-hmm. in my backpack even if I don't need them, because you just never know. Like, I'll take my full waterproofs. And I think yeah. I learned that from my dad, he was like, always be prepared. Um, but I remember we walked up uh, Skiddaw, which is another mountain in the Lake District. And we were like, hmm. we were kitted out. We had like, we had all the gear. Um, and we got to the top and there were people there in just like, like shorts, t-shirts and trainers and we got to the top and it was freezing it was absolutely freezing yeah like like you say the weather can change so quickly um i mean i'm literally just looking outside right now and it is white out (laughs) snow
0: yeah it's april um and it's just been snowing here last this time last week i was i was sat in a garden in a dress drinking wine what has happened
1: It's snowing. I thought it's got suddenly got very dark in here. Turned what? around and it's it, like mm, What is the no. UK? Uh, that's Easter for you, folks. Um but yeah, I think <laughs> especially especially because we live in the UK, there is no rules when it comes to the weather. The weather will do what it wants. Um and I think there's like I think it's like a Norwegian proverb saying, whatever you want to call it, where it's like there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. And I'm like, <sighs> Well, you've got yeah, because if like if it's chucking it down raining and you haven't got a raincoat, it's kind of just bad clothing choice, isn't it? Rather than anything else.
0: I mean, I don't want to say that it was my fault. But... <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is,
1: you probably would have had less of a miserable time if you took your raincoat with you.
0: Just saying.
1: No, but it's you know, it's all experience, it's all yeah. life experience, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't know. I I mean, I. I don't think you did, but you didn't do DV, did you, Duke Winborough? No, no see, I, I did Um I did. And all my friends were sporty. They all did, like, yeah. netball and they were all, like, very fit and healthy or horse riding or anything like that. Mm. And I was like, I went on walks as a kid. Like, I can walk. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, I can walk, but as I mentioned earlier, I'm a donkey. I plod. And I remember yeah. doing the expedition and we were in groups and my group had to take it in turns to walk at the back of the group with me because I was so slow yeah Yeah, I slowed everybody down but I mean I could I could walk it but I was just super duper slow yeah um and I think that was quite demoralizing really because it was like I can keep (laughs) up in terms of mileage but certainly not in terms of of speed um but yeah I think just going back to like walking by as, like walking on your own that's why I like walking by myself because I can set my own pace yeah Um, you know
0: and I think uh, as a mm. kid I did the same so I think, thing I, think, I, think, I
1: was just very slow I
0: think I think the reason that I'm a lot quicker is because I'm more of like a destination person I'm very much of a okay where are we going what are we doing when we get there very much like looking to what's going to happen when we have finished this walk this walk is only a journey to yeah. me um, and I think that's a mindset I really need to get out of um, because I think that's one of the reasons that I am a very naturally quick walker is, like, because I don't enjoy it. Um, so I want to get it over with as quickly as possible. Um, but it's definitely something I need to change mm. about myself. So you definitely think... So
1: instead of thinking I'm going out for a walk, you would think I'm going out for a walk to, say, at the top of Rosby Top Inn, to have a picnic yes. and then come back down. Not just yes. I'm going yes. for a walk, like a round walk. Yes. See, I, I think I think yeah. in the same way as well, but can... To an extent, go out for a walk without having a destination in mind.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think that's something that David really kind of taught me um, while we were on our walk because we probably walked for two hmm. hours, probably. Um, well, it wasn't a massively long time. And it wasn't, and it was relatively flat. It was along the Trent um, in Nottinghamshire. It was the Nottinghamshire Lincolnshire hmm. border. Um, and he was telling me all these stories about how he would walk walk along this this route to get to work in the morning and um and, and just just all sorts of stuff that you would find like along the along the riverside um just all of these things that i just never kind of considered yeah. before so i think that was a really valuable experience for me to be able to go and go and do that i tell you what if i found which which if I found rubber nice. rubber duck
1: on my walk i'd be well chuffed
0: i think he said that he'd uh he'd taken it home and cleaned it up and it's next to his back. i love that um which is quite yeah. funny. <laughs> if you want to see uh, David and his rubber duck again, uh, head over to the website, because um, we took a couple of photos while we were out, out and about as well. I love um, it. Because yes, it was it was very proud of that. Yeah. I think the thing <laughs> that got me on our
1: Rosemary Walk was that like, it was like people always, like I came home and my mom and dad were like, was it busy? And I said, well, well mm, yeah. yeah, it was, because it's, you know, it's such a well-worn path, but it yeah. was really lucky because although, yes, we bumped into people, you know, and there was other people walking the route. There was parts of the route where we just didn't see anybody, you know.
0: No, I mean particularly on the way back as well, yeah. I think. Um I think we might have chosen a less travelled route on the way some back.
1: Wonderful um, views from the top of that hill. We did. Um yeah. you know, and it was it was nice, it was peaceful and yeah. yeah I think I think everybody gets a lot of like um wishing <laughs> to be somewhere else. In the world, you know, yeah. going on holiday and that sort of stuff. But there's something to be said for just exploring the world closer to home, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's very much there's a lot that can be learned from it, um, and I, I, I don't I don't really know how to how to kind of put it into into words. Really, it's more of a it's an inner experience than an outer. It's experience. quite spiritual in a way. As
1: someone who's not, like, religious, necessarily, um, I do find it very sort of spiritually peaceful walking through the woods, especially Mm. the woods that I've, like, walked through so many times as a child. I know the roots through the woods, like, the back of my hand. Um, You know, and you pass the same trees every time, but every time you go through there, something's slightly different, and it's just peaceful, I
0: find hmm just a nice a nice way to to not go too far but still experience to chill
1: bit of exercise bit of chill it's like meditation for the mind well meditation is for the mind you know what i mean it's like
0: (laughs) yes it's it's, a it's the inner contemplation that comes with meditation oh that was very
1: very fanciful yeah very profound yeah i like it
0: Yes, indeed. Um, so you actually came across a, um, a quote, didn't you? I did.
1: You? Um, I was listening to um, one of these like sleep casts that you can listen to when you go to sleep. Um, and it was this guy and he was talking. it was like this lecture and he was talking about walking and that sort of got me thinking a little bit more. And I found a quote from um, I think it's Frederick or Friedrich, Frederick Gross, um, who wrote a book called A Philosophy of Walking. Um, and I'll read you the quote because I thought it was very poignant. To be buried in nature is perpetually distracting. Everything talks to you, greets you, demands your attention. Trees, flowers, the colour of the road. The sigh of the wind, the buzzing of insects, the babble of streams, the impact of your feet on the ground, a whole rustling murmur that responds to your presence. Rain too, a light and gentle rain is a steady accompaniment a murmur that you listen to, with its inotations, outbursts, pauses, the distinct plopping of drops splashing on stone, the long, melodious weave of sheets of rain falling steadily. It's impossible to be alone when walking, with so many things under our gaze, which are given to us through the inalienable grasp of contemplation.
0: Now, I just think that that's a really... It sums it up Mm. so well. And I don't think there's anything that I can say that's going to put the point across any more eloquently or accurately um so i think we're going to leave it there yeah. for um for today's episode um bit of a different one um not quite as immediately exciting or it's a bit closer to home I it's a strange it, one it is because i feel and i think it's something everybody i think i think it's one of those ones that everybody can get something from everybody can learn from it's something that you don't need to have however much money to go out and do these same things it's something that you can do whoever you are and wherever you are yeah make sure that you tune in for future episodes um where we will be talking to even more guests and going on new and different mm. adventures um which will be explained very very soon <laughs> um we're still a little bit in short. Yeah. Um, and the prospect of a new adventure is always daunting yes. it is and I feel like this is extra daunting for, for different reasons
1: but tune in next time we'll, we'll, we'll explain a little bit more
0: we'll explain or we'll do a tell yes. all in the next episode of the Wonderless Diary so thank you very very much for listening in today make sure you go over and visit the website for all those lovely photos of Rebecca having a meltdown yep. on a hill um, because who doesn't want to see that um and if you've not listened to our previous episodes go back and listen to those as well because there's some really cool stuff on them um well i think so anyway so you're gonna have to take that as you will um but until next time have a lovely week and try and go out walking just once you never know you might enjoy it